Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. Tuesday, July 7th. Uh, Got a lot of news today, a lot more than yesterday anyway. We'll start off, sadly, with Charlie Daniels. Uh, Charlie Daniels died yesterday at the age of 83. Uh, uh, Friends say he will be playing with the angels. Uh, Of course, he's uh, most famous for um, his song, uh, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, which is uh, actually on my um, my iTunes playlist. Anyway, <clears throat> in Bloomington, Indiana, on Saturday, uh, Independent, which was Independence Day, a young black man named Vox Booker was nearly lynched by a group of white people. Uh, he went down to uh, a lake with some friends because they were uh, setting up. They wanted to watch the lunar ecl- uh, lunar eclipse uh, on video. The, this group of people had him pinned against a tree and told others to get a noose after claiming that uh, Vox and his other friends had um, uh, trespassed onto the property. Whether or not he trespassed has nothing to do with it. You're, you're not supposed to lynch somebody. Uh, Booker, also a member of the uh, Monroe, uh, Monroe County Human Rights Commission, described the attack as a hate crime. Uh, hundreds gathered at uh, the Monroe County Courthouse uh, Square on Monday evening demanding justice in the incident, and I would agree with them. Uh, in a statement posted on the Bloomington Mayor's Facebook yesterday, Mayor Hamilton and uh, Clerk Bolden expressed outrage and grief over the Lake Monroe altercation and another uh, July 4th uh, incident in which a, a black man was detained in a neighborhood by a deputy from a neighboring county. Local officials are investigating, but I believe it should be investigated by the FBI, of course. And uh, that group should be thrown in prison, that group of people. Uh, The governor just signed into law a hate crime bill in 2019. That was the 44th state to do so. At the time, there were six six other states that hadn't signed. Would that be 44th or 43rd? Anyway, not important. Um, Amy Cooper, if you remember, Amy uh, Cooper was uh, uh, the woman in Central Park who recorded, uh, who was recorded calling the cops on a black guy for something that he wasn't doing. Um, uh, anyway, she's been charged. She really is the worst of the worst. She faces up to a year in jail or up to three years probation, but I'm sure she'll get away with a slap on the wrist by a mean-looking African-American man threatening her life. Her words, not mine. Um, Fox News alert. I generally don't talk about Fox News, uh, but uh, this time someone there said something of note. Uh, Remember over the weekend when Donald Trump was saying that 99% of COVID uh, cases were totally harmless? (laughs) Well, uh, Neil Cavuto had something uh, else to say about that. He says, he says, so I was looking at the 2.7 million cases we have and 5% death rate associated with that. He continued, hospitalizations closer to 10% rate and hospitalization rates for those with repres- respiratory issues, um, about 9%. Uh, I believe the hospitalizations were 5% and 10%. Anyway, uh, bottom line, I don't come up uh, with the 99% of cases totally harmless. What about you? Not very good uh, um, 
grammar, but uh, I tried to say what he said. Um, so, did you say you wanted to vote for Kanye? You may want to rethink that. You already gave him money in a bailout. Kanye West is now worth more than a billion dollars with his company Yeezy. It's a production company too, by the way. So why did he get millions of dollars in free money through the pay, Paycheck Protection Program? As a billionaire, he doesn't need those millions of taxpayer dollars. So you must ask, how much does Kanye's company Yeezy pay him? Yeezy pays Kanye $170 million a year, according to paywizard.org. That means instead of getting between two and five million from the taxpayer-funded PPP, he could have instead decided not to pay himself for only three days out of a five-day week. Kanye West got two to five million dollars of your money, taxpayer-funded money, that he doesn't have to pay back. It's given to him. He doesn't have to pay it back. And he makes that much in three days. Think about that. Think about why he's supporting Trump and why the Trump administration made it so easy for him to get that PPP. Here's another Fox News alert. One you may be more used to. Um, Fox News says it mistakenly cropped Trump out of a photo featuring Jeffrey Epstein and Giselle Maxwell. They they posted a photo um, uh, uh, in a story of um, Epstein and uh, Jelaine Maxwell. And Donald Trump was actually in the photo, but they sort of cropped Trump out of that. Gee, what a shock that Fox News would do something like that. Um, and uh, Donald Trump, by the way, is continuing his, uh, to lie in tweets that Bubba Wallace faked the news. Bubba Wallace did not discover the news. Bubba Wallace, you know, from, from uh, NASCAR, the only uh, high-ranking um, uh, driver, uh, African-American driver in NASCAR, uh, Bubba Wallace did not discover the news. Bubba Wallace did not report the news. Bubba Wallace did not make the news. It was there months before. And a noose is a symbol of hate, whether it was targeted or not. Translation, you may be familiar with. Donald Trump is a moron and a racist. And he's insisting that a black man apologize for a racist symbol that ended up in his garage. So... I'm kind of having more problems with Donald Trump this morning. And so is the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. He declined an invitation to visit the White House this week to celebrate a new North American free trade deal because of lingering tensions with Donald Trump, among many things, including COVID-19. Now, in prison, inmates have labeled Jelaine Maxwell. Remember, Jelaine Maxwell is the Epstein friend that got little, uh, got young girls for Epstein and his people. Anyway, she has been labeled in prison as a snooty rich bitch, according to <laughs> other inmates. 
But she may get the last laugh after all. Maxwell has copies of Epstein's sex tapes, according to sources. Epstein recorded others having sex with underage girls throughout his mansions, which could include <clears throat> Donald, you remind me of my daughter Trump. Jelaine Maxwell will use the tapes for a lighter sentence. And she should. And I can't wait to see who's on these tapes. And according to sources, she has these on thumb drives in different places. So it would be difficult for anyone to um, make them disappear. They're going to come out, I think, in other words. Now, after months of legal wrangling, threats, and controversy surrounding books by uh, uh, former insiders, you know, of the Trump administration, yet another Trump book is set to hit shelves in September. Uh, and it supposedly has explosive revelations about the first lady, uh, authored by her once close advisor and friend of 15 years, Stephanie Winston Walkoff. Walkoff will release a tell-all Melania and Me, that's the name, and people have been saying the manuscript heavily trashes the First Lady. Um, Wilkoff, uh, is it Wilkoff? Walkoff, uh, previously worked for Vogue and people under Anna, Anna Wintour, who nicknamed her General Winston, because her name is, you know, Winston Walkoff, so they nicknamed her General Winston during her stint as the magazine's special events director producing the Met Gala. Uh, after playing a vital role in Trump's inaugural festivities, she helped uh, uh, um, set the, uh, the uh, inauguration. After um, uh, playing that vital role, Wolkoff landed the gig of senior advisor to Melania. However, shortly after the start of the Trump era, she had a dramatic falling out with the First Lady. Um, and it triggered news that Walkoff's own firm snagging $26 million from the Trump inaugural committee to help to plan the events. She was quoted by the New York Times saying, Was I fired? No. Did I personally receive $26 million or $1.6 million? No. Was I thrown under the bus? Yes. According to the Times, she was the one-time Melania Trump confident was also cooperating with Manhattan federal prosecutors investigating the Trump inaugural committee fundraising and spending. As you know, the inaugural committee and the inauguration has come under tremendous scrutiny for what went on and the payoffs that went on over there. As of Monday afternoon, the Google Books item labeled Untitled SWW and placed in the autobiography section is said to be expected on August 11th and will tell a revealing and explosive portrayal of Stephanie Winston Walcott's 15-year relationship with Melania Trump and observations of the most chaotic White House in history. That's a quote from Simon & Schuster. Simon & Schuster have already... um, Publish uh, one book about Melania t- titled The Art of Her Deal by the Washington Post reporter uh, Mary uh, Jacob. 
Simon and Schuster also tangled with Trump administration lawyers to publish former National Security Advisor John Bolton's book, The Room Where It Happened, after a a weeks-long legal battle. Uh, It will next week publish a highly anticipated tell-all book from Mary Trump, the president's own niece, who has a PhD in psychology. So anything she says, I would believe. Uh, Too much and never enough. How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man. That's the title of her book. So, and it's uh, being released uh, in advance, I believe now. Um, in, uh, In other news, Donald Trump has announced plans to force foreign students out of the U.S. if their university has online learning. He's saying, well, they shouldn't be here. You know, Learning online is difficult for some people. Some people, it's much more difficult, and you really need to be in the classroom. And I'm going to have to disagree with uh, Trump on this because I know how difficult it is to learn online. I can't do it. I have to be in the classroom myself. I took classes just recently, and when they offered classes online, I was like, forget it. I can't do that. Anyway. Um... In business news, uh, Vivavax stocks, or Vivavax, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, uh, rocketed 41% uh, after the U.S. granted $1.6 billion for vaccine creation for COVID-19. Sunrun Incorporated, America's biggest rooftop solar company, is set to become even bigger Uh, through a $1.46 billion takeover of its rival, Solar Inc. Uh, Shares of both companies skyrocketed, by the way. Um, TikTok and other Chinese social media apps may be restricted in the U.S. because it's a Chinese company that has all your private information. And apparently, uh, uh, Chinese authorities... um, exert a lot of force on companies to give up private information. Uh, The owner is an American who insists that it's not true, but TikTok has just today decided to withdraw from Hong Kong after the suggestion. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Arizona hospitals are at 99, uh, excuse me, 89% capacity, and Texas has doubled COVID cases in a week. In one week, they doubled their COVID cases. It seems to be getting worse. Uh, The Miami mayor, uh, Suarez, uh, has an interesting fix for restaurants. At first, he said no indoor or outdoor seating. But now he's allowing outdoor dining. But restaurants must keep the music low. And you're like, what? Why? That's really strange. But it actually makes sense when I, when I read why, why he's doing it. It's so people don't have to yell over the music because when you yell the, or, or talk loudly, the virus spread, spreads quicker, quicker because more air is coming out of your mouth. So it completely makes sense. Uh, and actually, I thought that was kind of brilliant. Atlanta mayor... Keisha Bottoms has tested positive for COVID-19. In Australia, they ordered a six-week lockdown, a new six-week lockdown, 
uh, as they are hit with a second wave of COVID-19. Of course, the U.S. is still expanding its first wave. Still expanding. And Australia has locked down for its second wave. Uh, In science news, this is interesting. Scientists have revealed that white dwarf stars are where life begins. As they collapse, they uh, release uh, carbon building blocks into the universe, which eventually land on planets, and, you know, that's where life begins. So that's the, the circle of life, so to speak. And that's it for today, Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. Now, if you like this podcast, please tell your friends about it. I'd appreciate it. You guys have a great week.